right. <laughs> Are you doing a Mickey sound because this is based on a Disney movie? I hadn't thought of that. Maybe you are. Hi, welcome to Movie Painter Pleasure Podcast, the show that is broadcasting from the living room instead of my office. And we're also joined by our squishaboo, Bamboo. We're both adults. We don't have children. We don't plan on having children. But yet we have this squishy panda in our house. And once in a while, I have been known to cuddle with the panda when I'm having trouble sleeping or when I'm sick. That's what they're for. That's what they're for. So Bamboo is joining us today because we have a special episode to do a spoiler-free review of the anime movie Bell. Bell was released on January 14th, 2022, and it was directed by Mamoru Hosoda. I might say that wrong, but uh, Mamoru Hosoda. Went to the Anime Fest at the Modern Art Museum of Fort Worth, and there was a, a man who's a professor and who gave a little talk at the beginning, and he said that this director was a broke animator working for another company, and he rented the VHS of Beauty and the Beast when it came out, and fell in love with that movie and he thought someday I want to direct something like this so he goes throughout his career directs bigger and bigger things I think he did he do your name so, no Summer Wars and Boy and, the Beast. Boy and the Beast Boy and the Beast others also but those are the first two yeah and if you've seen Summer Wars there are some similarities with this movie like there's a virtual reality and there's people going into online gaming so fun fact it's based on Digimon because he was an animator for the first Digimon movie. Yeah. So. So anyway, but this this guy had his dream fulfilled where he wanted to make a version of Beauty and the Beast, and that's why it's called Belle, because Belle is the avatar of the main girl. So we had a lot of fun. We had a nice walk to and from the museum, and we enjoyed it. And I also got some goodies that weekend I have to show you. The Modern has this new college-looking sweatshirt. I got that, and if I spent over $20, I got the manga for Ride Your Wave by Machi Kiachi and we saw the movie version of this last year at the Modern and I was sobbing like a baby in the theater. And both films are on HBO right now so go watch them there. Yes and we saw Belle with subtitles which is, don't really prefer we prefer <laughs> watching the dubs but the music was really good it in Japanese. It was really good. <laughs> So this guy wanted to make a Disney movie of his own, sorta. The music stuff was good. Like, the music made sense for the way it's integrated. Like, we won't give a bunch away, but Mangirl's mother dies when she's young, and that was the parent that she had a bunch of musical interest with, so she stops singing, she stops making music, and you and her avatar are the way that she gets to sing again. Well, so... Explain what you is. You is weird. <laughs> so if you saw Summer Wars, it's the same as Oz. It's where you and your your avatar self go. It's like the internet space where people meet, basically. Mm -hmm. But this one was a little more confusing about like how much are you literally in the internet world and how because all she does is put in like headphone looking yeah things. so with this one it read her biometric information and created an avatar based on that so uh and then it's almost like you know it reminds me of this really dark dark mirror or black mirror episode 
where people could put in these headphone, earphone things, and they would kind of zone out into this virtual reality, and you could get stuck there. Now, that doesn't happen with you, but it's kind of the same thing where it's not just you, you know, scrolling on your phone on Facebook and coming back to reality, where it's almost like you can see and feel and hear yeah. everything going on in this virtual world. That's why, okay, the professor who was speaking, who we refer to as Professor Butters, because he reminds us of Butters on South Park. And we say that in the nicest way. He's such a sweet man, so kind and and generous and so genuine in his love of anime and his feelings about it. So we love Dr. Butters. But he does sound like Butters. He does reference Summer Wars as what he personally thinks is like the quintessential anime film, which I can understand why. Maybe it's not the best of all time, but it has like everything in an anime in one anime mm-hmm. in one film like all the tech stuff and all the drama that would happen in an anime film and all the sort of magical stuff and how they all fit together perfectly in summer wars that's not quite here but in summer wars i liked it was very clear like the animation was cool to watch but it was still people on keyboards and on their phones. Mm-hmm. And it was more like spectacle. Um, they weren't literally in it. This one, I'm still sort of confused about that. But it's fine. It looks really cool. My favorite parts were all the homages to Disney. Mm-hmm. It's like, as soon as she puts on the hood. As soon as Belle puts on the hood, which everybody's seen the, the Beauty and the Beast film. When Belle puts on the hood and goes out looking for her father... From there on, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of scenes that are, they're not copied, but they're very homage to all the scenes, the very important scenes from Beauty and the Beast. Yes, and she she meets a character referred to as the dragon, who is, who is basically the beast, and he's been wreaking all this havoc in the virtual world, and kind of the internet police are trying to figure out who he is. But she feels sorry for him. She feels some compassion for him because she sees he has bruises on his body and she wonders if it's something he's experiencing in real life. There's pain in him. And so she goes to his castle and wow, the castle, it's Beauty and the Beast. If you go in, and they even have these little AI characters that are like, it would be like Cogsworth and Lumiere and the little creatures that live inside the castle. Except they're dicks. They're they're rude. (laughs) They're like, get out of here, leave me. Um, Until they don't but well they help her eventually yeah the scenes where the beast is interacting with bell and like i could see frame for frame exactly the movements that were taken from the original and that was done on purpose and he worked with a disney animator to create this film and to create the characters so, this so it's, was, it's all homage. It's yeah, not it, it, stolen. It, it's, this is a love letter to Beauty and the Beast. And they even do a ballroom scene. I liked that. And a kill the beast type of scene where um, they storm the castle. And, I loved it. And the, the wolves. Yes, instead of the wolves, they had these internet police people basically trying to figure out who the beast was. Trying to... The threat was that they could unveil you and show who you really are. Which that's kind of the theme too is hiding behind something because you're you're afraid to show who you really are who you really are in real life and and being self-conscious and and uh hiding behind a mask or an Mm. avatar yeah i think the changes were pretty clever like they were integrated pretty well that's all good stuff the music was was very very good that's one of the best parts 
And it was just Belle singing. There really weren't a lot of... There's there's a part where at the end where a lot of people sing and it's very yeah. moving. But it's just mostly Belle is... It's like somebody does YouTube videos where they're singing and that's how they become famous. That's one thing where it might just be better in Japanese. I'll have to wait until I see the English. For, like, people that really... Like, everyone that saw your name and loved it... If you watched both the English and the Japanese, the songs are all better in the Japanese. They're sang by the same person. He does a great job doing English, but they all sound better in Japanese. So I don't know if that's going to be the same. So if you're dub, that's cool. But if you like the music, try listening to the Japanese one because that's it's mm-hmm. really good. So now negatives because it's not perfect. <laughs> No, and, and Dr. Butters even had said some things where he kind of, the, the director attempted some things and didn't quite resolve it. So um, it almost got a little boring with what was going on in the real girl Suzu's life. Um, it's like it didn't go far enough to, her, her, she had a strained relationship with her father and it wasn't like anything bad happened, but I think they dealt with the grief of her mother's death by just shutting down. And so yeah. they don't really communicate much. And at the end, when everything's resolved, there's a little bit there, but there's not enough of a change. I mean, this guy really has no emotion. Some relationships aren't really fleshed out that well. Right. Um, there's a little there's, bit of teenage romance, which is okay. It's an anime. That one's not fleshed out as well as you would want either. And then also, without saying, we discover who the Beast is in real life, and that person is in a... It's dangerous situation in their home life and Suzu goes to try to, to rescue them and confront what's going on but then we don't really see the resolution like are the cops eh, going to get involved? I think or... part of it was I think that's kind of the point like the resolution is that someone tried. Yeah. It's so it's got a lot of how much are you going to do in the real world to help somebody else versus online where mm-hmm. is it you're always not really you and it's a it's a facade and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, the humor was really good. Mm-hmm. The relationship stuff was sort of, yeah. It left things to be desired, I guess. Doesn't ruin it. Uh, I still liked it better than the girl who leapt through time, which yeah. I, which was another one of his. Another one of his. Which I, I also really enjoyed, but I prefer this one. And the visuals are really beautiful with this movie. Even the three D stuff, which usually I'm pretty weird about, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> anything else we should mention other than go watch it on HBO? No, just it makes you think about how much time you spend online. I've actually been trying to spend less time online. I found myself doom scrolling a lot and comparing myself to other people, and it kind of makes you think about it almost it, it, it sort of glorifies this virtual reality, but then it makes you think you are missing out on real life if you just spend all your time on your phone or on your computer. And also a reminder of like who you are in the virtual space is not necessarily who you are in real life, but they can complement each other. I've made a lot of friends online through writing and through getting into martial arts, so it can bring some positive things to your life if you have a good balance. Hmm. So that's that's the message I got from it. So go watch it on HBO Max. I think it's dubbed on there, or if you want to watch it in the original Japanese. Watch that. Listen to the songs. Highly recommend this movie. Yeah, that's it this week. Although, (laughs) you can always join our cult and be my victim in a number of ways. Twitch, Discord, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. Follow us on Instagram, Movie Painter Pleasure Podcast, and you can follow me 
on Instagram at Melanie Gibson Author. Also share our videos and like them and watch them all the way through. Yes, please. Do all those things and force other people to do the same. Yes, because that's what a cult does. Yeah. Perfect. Join our cult. Be my victim. Worship bamboo or he'll eat you. (laughs) I'm